welcome to Way Too Seriously, the podcast where we watch kids' movies and then take them way too seriously. I'm Paul Moffat. I'm Jan Moffat. And this week we watched and we'll be talking about Early Man. Jan, do you want to tell us a bit about this movie? Absolutely. Early Man came out in 2018, which is this year, if you're listening to this in 2018. (laughs) It is a stop-motion animation movie. It is directed by Nick Park, written by Mark Burton and James Higginson. It's produced by Aardman Animations, which is famously behind Wallace and Gromit movies, Chicken Run, among others, but basically Wallace and Gromit. (laughs) It stars now a lot of people. (laughs) All the famous British people you love. Eddie Redmayne, Tom Hiddleston, Maisie Williams, Timothy Spall, Miriam Margulies, Rob Brydon, Richard Iowade, Johnny Vegas, Mark Williams. It's just full of fun. Even Nick Park as the non-talking character of the pig. So, Paul, tell us a bit about... The plot of Early Man. Doug is a member of a rabbit-hunting tribe of cavemen when their idyllic valley is taken over by Bronze Age miners. Doug goes to the Bronze Age town and challenges the Bronze Age champions at their sacred game, football. His motley crew of cavemen learn to play football, and in the end, beat the Bronze Age champions in a game of football, and everyone lives happily ever after. (laughs) I guess so. That's basically the story. Mm -hmm. It's all about football. All about football, which in Canada and America, we call this game soccer, but (laughs) this, this movie is British, and... I definitely concede that football is the normal word for that sport. Football, I mean, can we just, I know this is a very unoriginal thought, but like, calling American football football is weird. Yeah. You don't use your feet. You don't use your feet. It's very weird that they call that football. Yeah. I have a bit of trivia to drop here, which is that both soccer and football are descended from rugby which is why in like they kind of evolved in different directions but rugby is the source sport for both of them that makes sense so now that we've gotten that out of the way football is football that's what we're talking about this entire time because this movie is very very british it sure is and like that list of people in it that you just listed you said, like, it's everybody you love, but it's, like, actually only if you're pretty into British TV and, like, panel shows and comedians would you recognize all those names. Yeah, exactly. Like, Johnny Vegas. I know who Johnny Vegas is because he's on QI and uh, Mock the Week and all those shows. But, like, if you didn't watch British panel shows. Yeah, you wouldn't know who Johnny would Vegas is. Would you know who Johnny is. Vegas is? <laughs> I, I, no. <laughs> Or Rob Brydon. Or Rob Brydon. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. But there's some good in this movie. Yeah. Let's be as objective as we can about the quality of this movie. How good of a movie do you think this is? 
Well, I mean, there's so many things to take into account. We've been talking about the voice acting. So let's start mm-hmm. with that, which the voice acting is pretty great. Yeah. You've got Eddie Redmayne as Doug, the main character. And he is, doesn't sound like the Eddie Redmayne that I know at all. He's doing a really good voice. He is. It's completely different than anything I've heard him do before. Yeah. Agreed. And like, that's not the measure, I guess, of what makes a good voice actor. Mm-hmm. Or no, that may be the measure of what makes a good voice actor. It's not the measure of what makes a good vocal performance. Yes. But this is both. Yeah. This is like, it doesn't sound like they just put a microphone in front of Marius. And also, he does really well. He's, you know, funny, but still sympathetic. He's has an interesting voice without being weird. Mm-hmm. Which is what... One of the things that really makes a good vocal performance, especially in an animated kids movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and Maisie Williams, too. Yeah. Like, this does not sound like Maisie Williams, but she's doing great. There's a certain style to any Ardman Animations uh, voice because the nature of the look of the characters is that they're very buck-toothed. Yeah. Very, very strong overbite. And so I feel like anyone who does a voice for them incorporates that bit of an overbite into their acting (laughs) because you kind of have to, in order for it to sound like it's coming from that character, you have to change your voice to have an overbite to sound to it. And I think they all do that quite well. It's an overbite and it's also a very wide mouth. Yeah, exactly. So they, oh, I think like. Yep. The Ardmans are wide, not tall mm-hmm. mouths. And so I think you're totally right. You can hear that in the vocal performance that they're, uh, that they're reproducing that. That really speaks well to the, to the director, Nick Park, who's, do, who's direct, obviously directing them to do these kind of voices. And I think that uh, speaks well of him. Yep. Um, Tom Hiddleston, what yeah. do you think of him? Wow. That does not sound, once again, that doesn't sound like Tom Hiddleston, but he's doing fantastic. He's the villain yeah. of the piece. And so you get a little Loki-ish in there no, out of Tom I mean, Hiddleston, but it's way, it's very different from Loki and very, um, just that pompous king knight, whatever he is. I guess he's not a king. He's like the governor. The governor or whatever. Yeah. His mother is the queen, isn't she? That's not his mother. No? No. She's just the queen. Oh. I thought it was his mother. No. Huh. Okay. <laughs> so there you go. Um, And he's doing like a silly French accent the whole movie. Right. And maybe we'll talk about those accents later. Mm-hmm. But I feel like uh, as we're recording this, what just came out, and it again, sometimes I say this and it gives you a sense of how long a buffer we have. But as we're recording this... Muppets Most Wanted just came out, and we talked about the European accents in that. This is another, like, there are European accents in this, and we could talk about, we'll talk about why, but just I want to say, Tom Hiddleston's French accent is actually really funny. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I like it. Way, way better than the silly French accents in Muppets Most Wanted. Yeah. Absolutely. I think so. Um... Any other vocal performances you particularly want to call out? Richard Ayoade. Oh. Just like, he doesn't even need to put on a voice. He is a voice. 
Yep. If you don't know Moss from the IT crowd, he is that is the, the funniest character like in the world. I love him so much. And and so when he shows up on something, I'm just like, yay, it's Richard Iowade. <laughs> and Richard Iowade, I have to like, there's a couple of people we've mentioned on the show. Uh, Jermaine Clement, again, from Muppets Most Wanted is another, when he shows up, I like am immediately happy. Yep, and exactly. Richard Iowade was in uh, Box Trolls. And I said the same thing about him mm-hmm. then, but I'll say it again now. Like, I love him. And when he shows up on anything, I'm immediately happy. And I love him in this. And his he has like a handful of lines, but they're all great and they make me happy. And like Moss is funny. If you watch Richard Ayode from like, apparently I watch a lot of uh, British pan- panel shows. Yeah. He shows up on those from time to time and is always the funniest person on the screen. Mm-hmm. He's so funny. Because, the completely deadpan. Yeah, he's incredibly deadpan and dry, mm-hmm. and it never breaks. And it's very funny. It's honestly, it's the kind of humor that you like when you're an adult. Yeah, like when I was a kid, dry humor like just completely went over my head. I thought it was dumb. I didn't get it. But now as an adult, I completely get it and think it's the greatest thing ever. And now it's my kids who don't care about it. And so I'm sure the part of having him on the cast is part of like a little bit of adult appeal. Yeah. And there's a few moments in this movie that are like, that are clearly to like entertain the adults who are watching. Mm -hmm. So aside from like voice acting, you know, kind of A plus all around, we're really praising that. I mean, the other thing that you can't help but praise when it comes to anything Aardman does and this movie in particular is the animation, the, yep. the stop-motion claymation animation style is just so well done. And so, like, I mean, I just have infinite amount of respect for anything that's stop-motion <laughs> because of how hard it is and how long it takes and how painstaking it is because I am a person who has no patience for painstaking. <laughs> Zero. Never going to do that. So I have, like, just heaps of respect for anyone who does that and then makes it look as good as this movie looks and how detailed it is. And they really have, Aardman really has a distinctive and recognizable style. Mm -hmm. So you could watch any given frame of this movie and name the studio. Mm -hmm. And this movie, I think, is uh, especially good in terms of the detail and the how much the world, how much texture it has, how much detail they've given to the background is like. That's definitely what I was going to say. The backgrounds in this are so much more detailed than Wallace and Gromit. Yep. I think the animation is fantastic. I think it's really good. Yeah. I don't really have any criticisms to make of the animation. No, not at all. How do you think the writing of this movie is? It's really funny. Mm-hmm. It has a lot of funny moments and a few like adult humor moments that, that you know, kept me hooked, I must say. Even like the most like British of moments where they're playing, they're playing football and it's, it's early man United. (laughs) And you're like, it's it's man United. The Stone Age team is really coming together, Brian. You're not wrong, Brian. It's like early man United. That's another joke there, Brian. Uh, and it's all like near Manchester. And so it's like the origin of football is Manchester. Yep. Which is, yeah, 
pretty funny, I must say, and would go over the heads of most children, especially Canadian children like ours, and probably over the heads of many Canadian adults who aren't into, like, I don't know. We're not into football. No. So, uh, of any kind. So, we don't know it from football. We just know it from being into, like, British pop culture. I wonder whether there were football jokes that we didn't get. Yeah, I would say there are. Right? I would say some of the names of the players were probably in jokes that we didn't get. Right. And even some, yeah, some of the players themselves are probably references to famous footballers. I'd love to hear from anyone who's watched it who knows football much better than us. If you know some of the in-jokes about the football players, that would be great. Mm Mm-hmm. I agree. It was funny. The script is funny. The writing, uh, in terms of the structure of the story, I think is really solid. I think the, like, it's a little nonsensical that you would have a football match to solve this, but that's a joke. Like, they, it's the absurdity of the situation is part of where the humor comes from. Yeah, absolutely. So if I was going to critique the script, I would say it's bizarre and, uh, absurd that they would settle this with a football match but it's supposed to be bizarre and absurd so yeah yeah i think it's really well made i think in terms of the quality this is a high quality movie i i think it's high quality i think most of the thing all the things we've mentioned are good i i have trouble imagining it being like a classic no something i'd watch over and over again i just don't really see that and so it was it was good, but I don't think it was like standout, great, perfect movie. And we're ta- are we still assessing it objectively? Is there something you can point to that you think where you think it failed trying, or didn't live up to your expectations? I'm trying to figure out what that was. I think maybe it just maybe it is just me, so maybe it's not objective. Because objectively, yeah, this is a good movie. I'd maybe say, if I was making an objective judgment of the quality where it falls down a little bit, I would maybe just say that it's uh, not the most innovative movie. Mm, In terms of plot. In terms of plot, in terms of like... It's a fairly standard sports movie. It's a fairly standard sports movie. It's a fairly standard Aardman movie. Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't surprise very often. Yeah, that's a good Or maybe ever. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's nothing really innovative about it. That's maybe what what it is that isn't hooking me fully. Like, it follows the track of what a movie like this is meant to do. Mm-hmm. It follows it all the way through. Yeah. There's not really any swerves. Apart from your objective assessment of the quality of the movie, how much did you actually enjoy it? Quite a lot, I would say. It's, um... It's... Fun. It definitely made me laugh a lot, which is what I love in a movie. There was no unnecessary uh, action scenes, which I don't love in a movie, as we all know. Um, there was, yeah, just a lot of good humor and good good fun, good visually to watch. I just love this kind of style. But as I said before, it's just, it didn't quite hook me in like, it's not going to become a classic that I watch more than this time. Like, maybe I'll watch it once again in the future, but it's just kind of one of those standards. Oh, yeah, that was a good movie. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Like, we're even recording this a few days after we watched it, and I'm like, okay, i got to remember exactly what happened in this movie. It doesn't stick in my brain. Mm-hmm. Um, however, 
there's so much about it that was funny that I really did like. It was just genuinely an entertaining movie the whole time. It was it didn't stick with me, but watching it was a good time at the movies. What yeah. about you? I basically feel the same way. Mm -hmm. It made me laugh. I enjoyed it. I have affection for Ardman in general because I've enjoyed other things of theirs. And I have affection for a lot of the voice actors here. Um, so I enjoyed it while it was happening. Mm -hmm. I don't have a strong desire to revisit it. And part of that is, as we said, it's not very, it doesn't innovate very much. And it also just like, it's a little by the numbers. And it also, there's not a lot of emotional depth here. Yes. Yeah. That's like, I don't really care if they lose their home because mm -hmm. that much, because yeah. I don't really care about them that much. Like I'm in it for the jokes. Yep. Exactly. Like I got to say between this and Chicken Run, it was another big movie by them. This one has technical, like visually technical, much better than Chicken Run. But I would watch Chicken Run over this any given day because of the story mm -hmm. in Chicken Run is way more innovative and way more funny and just not way more funny, sorry, way more um, emotionally mm -hmm. connected. Whereas, yeah, like, I just, why would I care if they lose their valley? There's a whole world out there, you know? Yeah. Like, I guess it's a little, it's sad that they're losing their home to the Bronze Age, but it's also like, it doesn't seem like they care that much about it. Yeah, totally. Well, then, should we get into the way, way to, to part of our show? Let's do that. Where would you like to start taking this movie way too seriously? Well, let's start, as we often do, with the Smurfette principle, mm -hmm. which is the one lone woman on the team. Mm -hmm. So we have the woman whose name is... Guna. Guna, played by Maisie Williams. And just kind of once again, we have one woman on a kind of ensemble of men yeah i mean there is um are there other women in the richard iowade's mom okay i don't know the character's name mm -hmm. but one of the cave tribe uh is richard iowade's character's mom okay and there's a running joke where she's like oh i'd like to see the sexy fighter the sexy right. footballers yeah. he's looking handsome and Iowa says, Mom! Nice tight shorts. Oh, Mom! Right? But she's just in there. Yeah. She's doing everything. She's not differentiated. She's on the team. She's doing all the stuff. I think there's maybe another... Like, most of the tribe is very small presence. Yeah. Um. But there's definitely at least one woman in the in the tribe, and I think there are two. Hmm. Okay. It's just the outsider is a woman. It's the outsider is a woman. And like those tribes, people are such a small presence that it's easy to forget that they're there. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the thing about her that I don't like is I feel like she's just like, she's almost put there to be the romantic interest. She's put there to be the, the draw for them to come play football on the other hand 
I like that, unlike a lot of movies, she's really good at football and she teaches them how to play and they don't become magically better than her. No. Doug doesn't become magically better than her. No. Like in so many other movies, the male character suddenly surpasses the female character who's been doing it all along. Yeah. She remains the best out of all of them. Yeah, for sure. Which I really appreciate that. And I appreciate that they state outright, women aren't allowed to play Mm -hmm. in the Bronze Age world. um, And she wants to play. So she goes and plays for the caveman because it's wrong that she's not allowed to play. Mm Mm-hmm. And that is, you know, that's a positive representation of there are plenty of things that that's true about in the real world, that women aren't allowed to play, you know, export, and to have that said outright, hey, that's not fair. Mm-hmm. I appreciated that part about it. I wasn't totally sure what I thought about her being uh, girls aren't allowed to play. Like, on one hand, I hear you... uh the text of the movie is excluding girls is wrong mm-hmm. and uh, the Bronze Age team loses because they don't use the all the talented people that they have at their disposal mm-hmm. and the cavemen win because they do. Yeah. On the other hand, we've brought up a couple of times with other movies like... Is there something to be said for uh, this movie and other movies that present um, injustice to children only to overturn it? That, like, why not present a world where she can just be on their team? Because by this, by the age you would watch this movie, you already know about this concept. Right. This is not something you're introducing to children. Yeah. They've okay. already seen all of their all of the professional sports with just men. Yep. Any sport that they've been exposed to, they've been exposed to the idea of all male sports. Okay. So I don't fair. think I understand what you're saying about other movies, but I think this one is presenting a stereotype that that there's no way kids don't already know about. And if they don't, they should. Mm. Okay, fair. If they haven't noticed it yet, they should have noticed it. The other question I have about her that you kind of touched on briefly, but I want to draw back attention to is, is she there as a love interest for Doug? Because right. at the very end, because at the very end, um, they in triumph hoist them both up and he goes to kiss her and then his pig, his hog is a clever joke that's his dog but it's a pig so they just call it a hog throughout the whole thing anyway because it sounds like dog his hog pops up and he kisses the hog instead and that's the end and there isn't ever a like oh we actually were going to be in love it was like he kind of reaches to kiss her mm-hmm. so like is that do they subvert that she's in the position i on one hand i feel like it's kind of nice that they don't end up together because you don't always have to like we we call out uh, mandatory or compulsory heterosexuality all the time on this show. Yeah. Um, but on the other hand, is it like compulsory heterosexuality is so strong that you don't even have to show any relationship between them for the audience to all assume that they're the 
paired off couple by the end of the movie. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. What do you think? I think that I like that they don't get to fully get together at the end. There's no, uh, there's that tiny bit of romance where he goes to kiss her, but that even could be in the heat of like, we just won. We're all kissing and hugging. Hooray. Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Although, no, I don't, I don't know. As I say that, I don't really, I don't really agree with myself. Um, I think in the end, I like it. I like that they don't, they don't kiss. They don't actually show them getting together. It's not necessarily, it still could be a friendship relationship. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it avoids that, like, you have to have a kiss scene for the two, for the man and the woman at the end of the movie that happens in so many cartoons. Yeah. Speaking of gender, one more thing I wanted to draw attention to is just the title of the movie. Yes, Early Man. This movie is called Early Man. Mm-hmm. Do we have a problem with that? I do a tiny bit, but I kind of don't because it's not actually early man. It's early Manchester. Yeah. It's a play on early Manchester. Yeah. And so you couldn't have like early humans or whatever because it's a play on Manchester. And so I give it a pass because of that. And because that's a term that's been used for a long time, early man. Yeah. So... And it's subverted within the movie. Yeah. You have women playing for in the sport. So, yeah, basically, I give it a pass. How about you? But it does. I agree. Like, you would lose it. It's a, it's a pickle. <laughs> yeah. Because you would lose the pun if you called it early humans. And then what's even the point of anything if you lose that pun? Right? Exactly. Exactly. But I just want to at the very least side eye that like man meaning humans isn't cool yeah that's a passe term yeah we've moved on from that term and we should move on from it yeah many people haven't but they're living in the past i said that we would talk about the european accents yes what do you want to say about them mostly in way too serious terms it's act it's not that serious. <laughs> but I just want to draw attention to the fact that, like, the this is about early Manchester. The uh, caveman team have Manchester accents and are have English accents, but particularly Manchester accents. Um, and the Bronze Age people all have European accents, and it's pan-European. And this is, from a perspective of a British movie, this is, like... Uh, England is where football began and they're the best at it and it really belongs to them and Europe thinks it's theirs, but they're wrong. (laughs) And they keep being all good at it, but no, it's really actually England's. And it doesn't matter how good they are. It really belongs to... Even when they win the World Cup. Yeah. Or whatever. (laughs) And so, like, the uh, villain has his French accent. What's his name? Lord, it's like Lord Nun or something. I can't Mm -hmm. remember. And his servant uh, or uh, assistant, who's the ref, has, like, an Italian accent. And then a lot of his goons have German accents. And it's very mishmashy 
deliberately because the villains are just like Europeans who think they're so great at football. Yeah, really, really. And so like, I think this is doing something very different from the European accents in, for example, Muppets Most Wanted. I don't know why this movie keeps being compared by me to Muppets Most Wanted, but it has these parallels. It does. Um, I think the European accents here are doing something very different. And they're, again, they're part of the joke. Yeah. That like England, and I'm saying England rather than Britain deliberately, partly because it's a football team and partly because this vision does not include Scotland and Wales and Northern Ireland at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but England perceives themselves as the like plucky cavemen and Europe is like the bronze age snooty, but we have more heart than them. Mm-hmm. And that's the story of England that this movie is telling. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's very patriotic. Yeah. It very, really is. very patriotic movie, <laughs> which is uh, like, you don't get a lot of patriotic kids movies about Britain. I, no. I mean, like Paddington was kind of that. It was. Paddington was very like patriotic specifically about London. Yeah. Interesting to see. We see a lot, and as Canadians, I think we notice it. We see a lot of American patriotism. Yeah. A lot. And it's interesting to see other flavors of patriotism. Yeah. Because English patriotism doesn't look like American patriotism. Not at all. Um I have reached a point in my life where I am uh let me just say very Suspicious of patriotism in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have said on flippantly on Twitter, and I could get into a long conversation with anyone who wanted to me to, but I have said that like countries were not actually a very good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's very interesting to see different flavors of patriotism and to see that not all patriotism needs to look like American style. Yes, absolutely. Right? Yeah. So is there anything else in this movie? That we could take too seriously. There's nothing else that I specifically wanted to. Mm -hmm. How about you? I don't think so. I think that's basically what I wanted to talk about. I mean, we could talk quickly about race in this movie. We talked about it a little Mm. bit. I mean, um, Europe versus England isn't race, it's nation, but it's kind of in the same wheelhouse. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is a pretty, I mean, I don't know. It's race, but it's also class in this yeah. movie. There's a the cavemen are the lo- are very very lower class to the Bronze Age, yep. and very like stupid country bumpkins don't know how like sliced bread works and yeah. how all these machines work in the big city. Yep, and that's a bit of a I don't know if it's good or bad, but it's definitely present in this movie. This idea of classism, it's pretty white. Mm-hmm. This movie's pretty dang white. Yep. In terms of skin tone, like the it's Europe, but it's white Europe and it's Yep. very white. Yep. England, so it's I don't know, like and even behind the scenes like Mhm. pretty white. Pretty white. Richard Ayoade is the yeah, one the representative of, that. of people of color in the cast as far as I'm aware. Mhm. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. So, bit of a side eye there mm-hmm. again. Yeah. So, in the end, is it good? Is it seriously good? 
I think it's good. Yeah, definitely good. And we've raved about some movies. I'm not going to call this a rave of a good. Yeah. But it's solidly good. It's solidly good. Recommend it to watch. Yeah. With how your about, kids, with yourself. How about seriously? Uh, yeah. I mean, almost. <laughs> <laughs> it's seriously almost good. Seriously almost good. Like what's pulling, what's holding it back what's from being seriously good? holding it back from good? being good. I think some of the portrayals of women mm-hmm. are a little stereotypical. Mm-hmm. I think the race thing that this very, it's super white. Mm-hmm. Other than that. Yeah. And the race thing is a thing that we call out all the time that like this movie isn't doing anything uh, unusually bad. It's just doing the classic the uh, very commonly blind, yeah, thoughtless, thoughtless, right? Yeah, which we see just so much of. I would call this medium good. Yeah, for that reason. Yeah, let's say that medium good. So good and medium good. I just don't want to give it. Yeah, good, seriously good all around. When like it's not it's quite not that. Quite. I don't think it deserves to be in the same category as some of the ones that we've rated good and seriously good. No, I don't either. So good, seriously medium. Seriously medium good, I called it. Do you want to boot it down to medium? Seriously medium good. Sorry, yeah, that's what I want. (laughs) (laughs) What did I say? I don't know what I'm saying. Okay, move along, move along. (laughs) So I encourage you to watch this movie as an adult, as a kid, whatever. I think it's great and fun. Check it out if you can. I'm sure it'll be... We watched it, uh, we rented it on YouTube, I believe. It's a fairly new release. But I'm sure it'll be on Netflix eventually. And things like that. If you watch it, if you don't watch it, if you want to get in touch with us, tell us about football. Because, like, we don't know anything (laughs) about it. I'm... I'm Canadian football, American football, European real football, soccer, Okay, listen, I'm I'm gonna be honest here. I love to hear from anyone about anything, but if you actually contact me to tell me about football, I'm probably going to have to pretend to be interested. <laughs> okay. I want to hear about football in the context of this movie. If you've watched this yes. movie and there are in jokes about football that we did not get because the only one we really got was the fact that it was Manchester United, then contact us. If you want to tell us about all other sports, we actually aren't that interested in them. <laughs> But we love you anyway. We do. <laughs> it's funny because we're mentioning rugby and I keep thinking of a particular person who listens to this. So I'm going to shout out to Sarah again, which is funny. Anyway, love you. Let's continue. How would someone contact us, Paul? You can find us on Twitter at WTSCast. You can send us an email, waytoseriouslycast at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram, Reddit, and Facebook, and the links are in the show notes. If you like this show, rate, review, and recommend it to your friends. And if you want us to keep making podcasts, or even making more of them, please consider supporting us on Patreon. It would mean a lot to us. And if we keep getting support on Patreon, we will start talking about children's books as well as movies. And I really want to do that. Yes. I've had some good ideas lately about that. So that's our next Patreon goal. That's our goal. next Patreon goal. We would love to do it. 
I've been Paul Moffat. I've been Jan Moffat. And mm, did we finish this one early? I don't think we did. Man, it's not early. Uh, ran late. That, that was that was a. That's pretty bad. It's a pretty bad pun there, Paul. <laughs> I'm sorry, it was like. I think even calling it a pun is generous. Yeah, I don't think it was a pun. It was just kind of a reference to the title. Like, you couldn't think of anything better than that. Struggling to make a pun. Kick this off. We should have said that at the beginning. Oh, you should have. Oh, man, you're so much better at this. (laughs) And yet somehow you keep doing it.